right, friends. Welcome back. Welcome back to Dirty Talk. And I am yeah. not kidding. In this episode ah. of Pop That Culture, mm. uh, we're going to be talking about Komodo dragons trying mm. to get it on. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about uh, Robin from the 60s Batman TV show oh, and yeah. his junk. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about Gwyneth Paltrow's junk mm -hmm. again. And uh, and then we're going to kick it off with a bunch of people who are hoping to, at some point, show all their private parts right. to one particular man. And that would be uh. the ladies trying vying for the heart of Pilot Pete on The Bachelor. And, and I will say this. You know, Sarah and I signed a non-Bachelor disclosure agreement uh -huh. coming into this podcast. But then... Alexa joined us, yes. and now we kind of feel like, you know, we got to bring her into the fold because she knows all things Bachelor. Well, true. Th listen, we only talk about The Bachelor when um, crazy S happens, mm. and uh, first episode, sure, when you bring an ex-girlfriend in to talk about how many times you banged her in a windmill, right? that's a clip we're going to play. Now, quick question about The Bachelor, Sarah. Hmm. So you do like the one-on-one -on -one private sexy sexy time, right? You can uh, do that in the Well, bachelor? yeah. I mean, like there's the fantasy sexy sexy right. time suites like towards the end. Right. In the beginning, you can go for the makeout, but uh, right. there's no and, sexy but, time. But you can also bring one of the lovely bachelorettes to meet your parents, right? You can do that? Uh, you actually go and meet their parents. Oh. Yes. Now, what if the producers screw up and you bring their parents into the sexy, into the sexy fantasy room. Suite? Yes. <laughs> Your parents are just watching, Woo. holding up scorecards. That was fantastic. Yeah. You were really going at we it. We taught you well. <laughs> oh my goodness. Amazing. Your father and I don't have seven children for no yeah. reason. You know, we bought you the pop-up version of the Kama Sutra when you were a toddler, <laughs> and boy, did you run with it. You are a stallion. Gold star. Um, no, so... There's uh, the podcast, guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. And scene. So, they... What I love about this, so so many things, but mm. there's one girl who's already just ready to show her crazy. Right. And she brought, from Des Moines, Joe. Des Moines. That's Des the capital Moines. of Iowa. <laughs> she brought a very special bottle of Dom Perignon that mm. she's been saving for a very special mm. evening with a special man. And she put it on a tray and she put it out. And then some other broad goes to have a little uh, special time with The Bachelor. And they end up opening it and uh. drinking it, and our young lady freaks out. But it's not just the initial freak out that has turned into what the internet is calling Champagne Gate. Mm. But it's also what happens at the end of this clip, and it might be one of my favorite things I've seen on The Bachelor ever. I set this up. I brought this bottle from Des Moines. Don't, don't try to play I, dumb. I didn't know. You I, knew. I didn't Tammy just went over here and told me. Bring Tammy Literally. here. Because this was my thing. I said, I had no idea. I would have never I've done had that. I had no idea. Oh my God. Okay. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Can I talk to you? I, I literally had no idea. I'm really, I'm really upset. Can I talk to you? I'm really upset. I did not steal her champagne. It was literally like, I how about champagne for Peter tonight? I had no right, idea. Right, you had no idea. I, I feel like I had anyone... no idea. I set that up. I set that up. Just come here, talk. <sighs> you want to sit down? I don't even care. There's a whole nother bottle down there. Is it? They're cleaning it up right there. Apparently there was a mix-up of the champagnes. We can open it. Can we? I might need a drink, yeah. Let's, let's have a drink. Let's do that, all right? Okay. I don't like seeing you hurt like this, okay? 
Ready? Can I do it? There we go. Okay. <laughs> that had some speed on it. Woo! Look at that. See? Can we drink it from the bottle or from the cup? From glasses. We can drink it from the bottle. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not a classy bitch all the time, so. There we it's go. Fine. All right, show me what you got. All right, I get. <laughs> oh! Are you okay? What? Oh, what the hell? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm so. Well. <laughs> oh, no. I'm over it. Oh my God, I could just watch it on a loop, yeah. on a loop. Just and Sigmund <laughs> Freud would be so proud of all <laughs> the of all the penile references. Oh my that. God, just and, the uh, jokes are writing themselves. I know. If you look really closely, the label said "dumb Perignon." <laughs> oh, Joe. <laughs> oh my God. I two favorite mm. things about that clip: a that she's like, "I'm not a classy bitch all the time." <laughs> yeah. Show her face, and then also that. I, have you ever been in this position where you've been on a date what? with a girl? No, and I have not, not been specifically. I've not had a pilot give me a bottle of Dom, Sarah. <laughs> where you've been on a type, date. I'm not that type of gal. <laughs> where you've been on a date and your date does something embarrassing. Oh, yeah. And you're trying not to be an asshole. About oh, it, but yeah. It's hilarious. And so he was trying so hard not to laugh too hard in her face because mm. she got a facial. Uh, from mm. champagne, but I just love that he was trying to be a gentleman up at the same time. You know, in his heart, like he just wanted to bust a gut laughing right. at this. <laughs> meanwhile, ridiculous human. In, in meanwhile, in the offices of Vivid Video, some executive's <laughs> cigar falls out of his mouth. Get her on the phone right now. <laughs> She's got a career after this reality show. I see star written all over that face and other things. <laughs> hey, hire that lady. Hey Woo! Another girl who'd probably be good for that career is the one that we're about to show you on the Canadian <laughs> version of The Family Feud. A. A. Survey says, eh? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you got a wrong answer. She, she did. Uh, she didn't actually, she didn't have the, uh, the stereotypical Canadian accent, which bums mm. me out. But she did have a lot of confidence in her answer. Right. So in this point in the game, there's one question and it only had one answer. Mm. Yeah, and she if, knows the process. She does, eh? Mm. And if you get it, then you get to move on and play for $10,000. That's Canadian, though. Right. So it's literally like four fifty. Actually, I think, isn't there? Dumb? Yeah, it's, it's, it's stronger strong. than ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of toonies. That's 500 toonies. Oh, yeah. Or 5,000 toonies. So enjoy this spectacularly wrong answer plus a dance. Give me Logan, give me Eve. All right, real simple. There's one question, only one answer. Whoever gets it, you're playing for $10,000. That's it. Whoever guesses this wins the game. Here we go. Name Popeye's favorite food. Spinach, Jerry. Tell me spinach! I thought you meant Popeye's chicken. Chicken! Chicken! I thought you said spinach. Oh, wow! Her 
entire family is like, oh, why did we bring Eve? Why? Right. Chicken. Well, it's all about Eve. <laughs> did you notice how they have the family feud in the in, in Canada? Underneath. Oh, some... I didn't know Canada had a family feud, to be honest. I don't know if this right. is a new thing or not, but they started it off with a bang with contestant Eve Dubois, who in that moment lost out at a chance for $10,000. Mm. But because she was talking about Popeye's chicken, <laughs> Popeye's, you know, was all over that <laughs> crap and immediately tweeted out, our survey says you got that right. DM us to claim your $10,000 worth of Popeye's chicken. Oh, i take that. I would take that yes. any day. Yeah. Wouldn't you? You're like, yes. pay me. I don't want the I'll dollars. I'll be an idiot on national television for Popeye's chicken. <laughs> but here's the thing. So I did the math. That's about 3000 Popeye's chicken sandwiches. I'm proud of you for doing the math. But you'd have to get, you'd have to allow for drinks too, because Popeye's always Oh, wanted, it's so salty. Wanted, yeah, you, you need a drink. There. But it's so delicious. It is delicious. And you know what? I, I, good for a Popeye's. Between the chicken sandwich controversy and then this, they're riding it, man. Mm -hmm. And that's what KFC gets for calling themselves PFK in Canada. <laughs> have now, you ever noticed that? I did not know that. In Canada, KFC P -P is called PFK. What's the P for? For effing? No, the F is for effing. I don't know. It's like French. Pretend can, can you look fried that up? chicken? I don't want Seriously, can you that? look that up? No. Google the PFK. Yeah, that's a. I, I thought you said PF Chang's. I'm like, wait, is that No. Are they yeah, no, I don't. Restaurant, Joe? It's yeah. the same thing, except for you can get poutine on your mashed potatoes. Is it P for poutine? No. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. If it was, we're crossing the border now, girl. Do it. <laughs> Oh, Planet oh. Fitness Kitchen! Ask Alexa. Oh, ask, By the way, it's, okay. ask Alexa's in the it's, room. It's Poulet Frit Kentucky. I'm sorry, what? Poulet Frit Kentucky. Poulet Frit Kentucky? So That's it's basically, like French-Canadian version yeah. of... All right. And why isn't Gross. Don Cherry or Wayne Gretzky hosting the Canadian Family Feud? Oh. Don Cherry's looking Don for Don Cherry could be all racist yeah. and sexist He could be angry. like, and here's a family of those people! <laughs> He's those making out with all the hot white... Wives and those good old Canadian boys <laughs> coming in here and taking their prize money. <laughs> Just coming in our milk and honey, and you're living right. off of it and dipping it in your Popeye's chicken. And while we're on Canada, when are they going to reboot the, the Beachcombers and the Friendly Giant? I want them to reboot the Beachcombers and the Friendly Giant. Well, it's maybe someday your be your uh, mm. wish will come true. But your your one of your biggest wishes has come true, Joe. Yes. Which is that you can have a candle mm -hmm. that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Yes. Wasn't and if that I were, your number one wish? Right. Because if, if I were a realtor, instead of making cookies in a house I was trying to sell, <laughs> I'd light one of these bad boys up. People walked in, they're like, it smells like money and yeah. annoying it's, overpriced stuff It smells stuff like from a peaches, website. kombucha, and <laughs> Avengers money. So weird. <laughs> it smells like Coldplay in yeah. here. Why? What is happening? Mmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> smells like yellow. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Well, so, I mean, listen, she is on a roll. So, Gwyneth Paltrow has her company called Goop, but then mm. she also has a TV show or a Netflix show where they go through all sort of unconventional ways for healthcare and how to take right. care of yourself and whatnot. So um, I, this might have been a thing because she wanted to get more, she's real thirsty for the promotion apparently. Right. And she decided on her super expensive website to sell a candle that she purports smells like uh, teen spirit. So, now, yeah. <laughs> so, so many questions. First of all, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh yeah. There are, you know, there are people that specialize in, you know, odors and tastes, yes, right? Correct. So, you know, they'll be able to eat something. Oh, this has a hint of lilac and yes. blah, 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 lavender. So did they have to hire an expert to kind of get a whiff? Well, and, so here's the deal. Know, I mean, First of all, this candle is sold out. 
Mm. Why? Why not? Second of all, it's seventy-five dollars. So you're going to be burning vagina candle for months at a time. Oh, yeah. And then also, they said that it contains traditional perfume elements like bergamot, cedar, and rose to put us in mind of fantasy, seduction, and a sophisticated warmth. Hmm. When you name a candle after your lady parts, I don't call that sophisticated. Well, I mean, what does but it okay. pair with? What does the smell pair what with? What does this go well with? A fine filet mignon? I don't know. So she was working with a perfumer named Douglas Little. Of and they course. Were, they were testing fragrances. And one day she declared, ugh, this smells like a vagina. And they right. laughed and laughed and laughed. And then he said the bouquet evolved into a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent. Yeah, They're hilarious. Say. This doesn't smell like Pepper's Pot. It smells like vinegar. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. I just, I don't, it's sold out. It's sold out. I, I mean, people just, apparently you know now, what? if you want to sell some, it, she could have just done a, a little collabo with Red Lobster and right. called it a day. Like, why did she even have to go the mm. full length and actually name the candle what well, she named the candle? I think just in time for the holiday season, you're going to be able to buy the coffee table book to accompany the vag <laughs> candle. Oh, and what would that be? <laughs> yes. the co it's called Smell My Finger by Gwyneth Paltrow. This looks like my vagina. Yeah. It's I mean, her show. Huge. Hey, Alexa, can you do us a favor and make sure you hashtag an NSFW in giant letters <laughs> when you describe our podcast, please? Thank you, Alexa. Thank you. Now, uh, Gwynny has been nominated before herself mm. for Oscars. She uh, is so deep in that goop territory mm. that she uh, did not get nominated this year. And I don't think there was really that much attraction, actually, for um, Avengers Endgame, either. They might have gotten no. some special effects or editing yeah. or sound. The artists have their nose up in the air at, yes. at anything Marvel. That's Martin Scorsese. Well, but it was interesting because for this year's Oscars, with the snubs and surprises, mm. Joe, Joker was dominant. I mean, a comic book movie, which was non-traditional comic right. book movie, 11 nominations, which was more than The Irishman or 1917 right. or any of the other ones that they thought were going to clean up. It was the dance the that he did. It was that <laughs> creepy dance. If he didn't do the creepy dance... Definitely. Now, people were upset because J-Lo did not get nominated for Hustlers. Mm. It was fine. She was fine. That was not an Oscar performance. Settle down. Mm. Uh, people were also upset because Frozen 2, which has made more money than any animated movie ever, uh, did not get nominated for Best Animated uh, Movie. Well, yeah, well, it's got kind of a bit there done that. They got the merchandising out of it. What do they want? Yeah. and, and They should have called it Too Frozen. <laughs> Right? I mean, duh. Too fast, too frozen. <laughs> um, yeah, so that one didn't get that. And then you got uh, Little Women did get nominated for a number of awards, did not get their director nominated, oh. Greta Gerwig, to the point where there were no women nominated in the Best Director category. And I didn't realize this, but if I am remembering this correctly, over all of the years of the Oscars, over that entire span, yeah. only five women Joy. have ever been nominated, and only one woman has ever won this entire time for well, Best Director. Well, they're pulling that a huge was, percentage uh, locker, then. Locker, yeah. What's the complaint Catherine about? Bigelow. If you get five nominations, one of them wins. That's one-fifth. That's like 20% of women Over, nominated it, like 70 or 80 Oscars, years? What are right? we doing? I mean, am I lying about the statistics here? Yeah, women That's are cleaning awesome. it up at the Oscars, if anything. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people thought maybe Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems was going to get mm. nominated. 
not to so much. No. Um, and then Eddie Murphy for Dolomite is my name. Nope, none for him. Didn't happen. The big deal, though, was that Netflix was the most nominated studio for the first time ever. Times they are a changing. World has changed. Mm -hmm. All of, I mean, the, the Irishman was just everywhere yeah. as far as nominations were concerned. But yeah, Netflix is a full-on beast in the competition now, which is such a change. Remember when we used to talk about, like, can that movie be nominated because yeah. it was only on Netflix? And now, right. try and stop them. Remember when Blockbuster, like, who wants their DVDs in the mail? What kind of <laughs> shit is that? <laughs> Who would want? Who would want to not leave their house to yeah, get no, a it's movie? it's like I don't want to leave. Yeah, <laughs> bring me food and movies, please. Oh, I and anybody that's ever gone into Blockbuster on a Friday night for a new release, good luck. Nothing left. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I used to love the ritual of going to Blockbuster. Oh wait, wait. Uh, Southfield and Six Ninety Six. Sure. Right? Was that the one you went yeah, to? Yes. See, loving I it. I knew it. Now, other than the uh, Oscar noms this week, we're still hearing all about the fires in Australia, I'm the so brush sad. fires. It's, oh my God, yeah. just the, we've lost people. We've lost untold numbers of animals mm -hmm. in um, Australia right now, and they're fighting, fighting, fighting. So you have a lot of reporters from around the world who are coming in to do stories about mm. it. There was a British reporter who came in to talk about all of these koalas that had been saved from this mm. one wildlife park. And she was working with an Australian producer. Mm. And so he decided, well, I'm going to show this lady a good time. <laughs> so they go to this little wildlife sanctuary and, he, and he's like, listen, um, what we have for you today are called drop bears. They're close cousins of the koalas. They're very dangerous. Mm. Um, they have fangs and uh, venom. Right. And a lot of tourists have been attacked by them before. They just drop out of the tree. Whoa, my gosh. And they get you. Oh. And you're not expecting it. And they're so cute. But, man, you don't mess with a drop bear. No. So they no. put her in goggles, boots, big gloves, and body armor. <laughs> and they bring the drop bear over <laughs> and this woman was so uncomfortable until the very end when she realizes it was all a joke and okay fucking yours now okay yeah just okay no no fast okay yeah. nice and steady with the the yeah. bear yeah. 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 and um, keep them calm yeah. everybody looks very very worried about this I'm trying not to be worried because I've been told that he can sense if I'm worried. Yeah. We've been told that this is quite a dangerous bear that's been known to attack people. It's called a drop bear because they drop out of the tree to attack people. Just been handed it and had to put on all of this protection gear because of what it might do to me. I'm not quite sure what it's doing right now. Shit, shit. Oh, it's looking at what? Okay. No, right. I thought he was going to get you. Right, um, I insurance might not cover this. Do you want to take it off? Shit, shit, shit. I'm really not. Okay. I, I'm going to get the dark down. Just don't move. Don't move. No, okay. Notice I have an extra thumb okay. on each okay. end compared to the koala. No, take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. Good boy. Good boy. All right. Good work, Sam. Thanks, yeah. mate. That's great. You were kidding me! <laughs> you were kidding me! <laughs> Did he look great? <laughs> <laughs>
she ended it by saying, F in Australia. Yeah, she's got, no one would put him in prison. <laughs> I hope they all burn. <laughs> you know? So she's got all the Mad Max dirt bike gear on. There's a kid in the background playing with a garden hose. You got the goggle. Probably by five of those drop bears. Right. Like, yeah. if, if he bites you, we got to pour a Fosters on him. <laughs> That's Australian. <laughs> you know what? The sad thing is, is um, how many outbacks were lost in the Australian fires? You know how many they lost? I None, because outback isn't really from Australia. Oh, snap. Dropping some angry knowledge here. Please do. They trick you to think it's some Aussie steak. It's not Aussie steak. It's American steak with a whole bunch of Aussie. Olivia Newton-John's playing in the background. <laughs> My God. Wait until you hear about Panda Express. Jeez. What? <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me, that P.F. Kang's is an Asian. <laughs> no, no, they sell chicken in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well done. See how unpop that Full culture? Circle. Full, Full circle. Full circle. Not since Chris Rock's Robitussin, Joe. Woo! Now, what I will say that I like is that this uh, producer guy, you know, he tweeted out the, the video of totally embarrassing this woman, and he said, you know, um, because she's such a good sport, and if you enjoyed this entertainment, please do donate to this, you know, wildlife fund uh -huh. to help for the protection and all of these poor babies that are dying oh, in the no. fire. Those sweet little cute babies. Now, there's somebody else that was trying to protect a bunch of people. Mm. A conservative mom group uh -huh. called One Million. Moms. Is there any other kinds? Well, is there any other? They're kind? called One Million Moms. As I understand it, there's like maybe six or seven of them. I'm not yeah. sure. I think, I think I've seen that video. <laughs> yeah. Remember the Million Mom March in Washington? <laughs> so groundbreaking. So they were upset with Burger King for using the D word in one of mm. their ads. And I was like, Burger King said dick in an ad? I can't <laughs> believe that is yeah. right. I would, like, I believe you, King. I Burger King, because everybody else's burgers suck. What <laughs> right. the, what's going on? Well, I, would, I, I would protest that, too. That's right. a little bit too much for daytime television. Uh -huh. Right. No, no. Uh, they were upset because... In the commercial for the Impossible Whopper, mm. which I tried and it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Not a, is it impossibly good to you? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily eat and go, oh, that is definitely beef, but it was good. Well, see, I, I, I married a vegetarian, so a lot of what we oh, eat at home is plant-based. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't like, here's the funny thing, Michelle likes veggie burgers, but she doesn't like them to taste like beef. Oh. But I approve of the Impossible Whopper. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can eat like five or six of them. And <laughs> not it's the feel same, so guilty. It's just as bad as one Whopper, so why not, dude? <laughs> So in the commercial, they have a bunch of people trying it, mm. and then they reveal to him, hey, this is not beef, or right. whatever. And at one point in the commercial, a guy eats a burger, and he's like, damn, that's a good burger. Damn, damn. Damn, Daniel, that's a good burger. Damn, that's good. The One Million Mom group lost their damn mind oh, about that word. You do not. <laughs> Children could be watching. They freaked out. That word is so bad it could hold back water. <laughs> I got to give you like 25 on. for those. Really? That was they said the language in the commercial is offensive, and it is sad. Have they hopped around cable lately? That this once family restaurant has made yet another deliberate decision to produce a controversial advertisement yeah. instead of a wholesome one. You know what we should do? We should get into the NRM Streams Mobile, the one that's parked right downstairs. And we should go to Burger King's and just run into Burger King. Damn, that's a great paper <laughs> crown, kid. Jump it. <laughs> just spreading damn wherever yeah. we go. Damn, that chick looks delicious. <laughs> Joe's the damn fairy. Oh, my God. Oh, Now, for the next story, we are going to be talking about dicks and not mm. damn. It yeah, is well, technically, we'll be talking about 
Dick Grayson. True, yes, mm. you are correct. Yeah, so Burt Ward, the guy who played Robin on the 60s Batman TV show. Oh, and lately on the Crisis of the Infinite Earths crossover on the CW oh. as Robin. I did, shut up, I didn't know that. Yeah, but we'll spoil it. I'll spoil it for you later okay. off camera. Uh, so he just got a, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm. And so a big magazine came out to do a report on him. And in this article, he revealed that apparently what he was packing in the Robin suit mm. was very distracting <laughs> on camera. I, mean, I don't know what like drag queen tape they used on him afterwards, but because it looks like there's not that much well, going on. Oh, wearing tights. <laughs> I got control top. Oh, on yeah, him. those have to be like in the. Like, Soldered yeah. in place. Like, yeah. Those are, yeah, yeah. Those are, those those are, are shuffling around. Those <laughs> so he said that they thought that Robin had a very large bulge for television. Mm. And he claimed that ABC executives asked him to reduce the protuberance by going to a doctor for medication to shrink me up. Mm. First of all, I didn't even know that this existed. I know I, that the, know, the guys I, work for like the, the there's like the penis pump and the penile right. enlargement and all this. I didn't know like why would you ever need a shrinker? Well, I mean, I've been Other taking these for years. <laughs> sometimes, you know, you know, it's never mind. Uh, it is what? distracting. What? It, it's what? just like, hey, what? hey, you know what, Sarah? Was, was producer David about to give an example for why? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm with not David. Go there. David, it's... you know, you walk, you walk into a Starbucks <laughs> and you're trying to order your your venti latte, and it's like, hey. The order's up here. It's up here. <laughs> Stop trying to look over the counter, please. Uh, well, apparently the, the pills existed. He said he took them for three days, and mm. then he decided they could probably keep him from having children, and he's like, I am not willing to do that for you or for this TV show. Yeah. And so he just uh, let it out. Well, the problem is, like a real Robin, the way you have to take them is uh, the, the parent penis has to come down and spit it into the child penis so it's are you doing a mama die. bird feeding yes. a baby bird reference that's exactly what i'm because the way you're describing it also is conjuring up really weird <laughs> things did, did alexa think, do that nsfw thing? i think so right. yeah oh, for well i think yeah. that should be smacked on our show regardless yeah. i yeah <laughs> well you you um you just got a dog have you seen burt ward's dog food burt no. ward has dog he literally food? has a dog food yeah is it made of robins oh no 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 <laughs> Now with more tiny birds. Yeah, um, it's, now with less beaks. You should see. It looks like an old GeoCities website from like the early nineties. It has like a line of like flashing Christmas lights. Almost bulbs. it does. Yes, and like text everywhere. <laughs> it's like that all one soap, whatever. It oh, okay. looks like it's like crazy manifest like that. Here's the thing though. He his heart is in the right place because he. I think he earnestly believes that his dog food's really good. Like, yeah. I don't think yeah. this is a money grab for him. I think he loves dogs. Yeah. yeah. So like, good on him. Like he's making a yeah. dog food. That he good thinks for you, boy dogs. wonder. Holy healthy GI tract, Batman. <laughs> um, Maybe we should give it to your dog because your dog's has. Yeah, he's the, got uh, seriously he's GI problems. The, but uh, run, run. I'll tell you. Um, yeah. So, Crisis of Infinite Earths. The opening scene. Mm -hmm is Robin walking on one of the Earths that gets destroyed. And the clothes that he's wearing, he's wearing normal street clothes, but they're colored like the Robin costume. And he's like, he's walking his dog. And then, he, and then he dies? And then the planet goes away. Wow, that's a rough cameo. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like you to be on the show for about 30 seconds, mm -hmm. and then you're going to die. But that was Earth 66, because that they literally incorporated... We'll talk off camera. <laughs> Boy, my goodness. I got nothing. Uh, what I do know is that, and you passed this along, mm. so, so amazing. So the, uh, the BBC, classy, and all of their shows are classy, mm. and they wanted to do another wildlife show. 
where mm. they uh, got some really incredible footage of the Komodo dragon. You don't mess with these dragons. No, you don't. They are very scary, and they will f you up. Yes. Yeah, so they like, eat. Like, look me. at that. Look that's at that Komodo uh, dragon. That's a wild boat right there. That's, uh, no, that's actually that's Gamera, oh. the flying turtle, uh, because. I had a, uh, a Komodo dragon, like two of them making love you did. on the picture. I didn't say um, no. No, no, I, I screwed up. Okay, so Butters had to go outside. <laughs> we, were, we were on the phone. Butters had to go outside. I said, Sarah, yeah. can you finish this up? I had to take Butters outside. And so I did something stupid, and after it was all said and done, like 11 o'clock last night, I'm like, oh my gosh, I accidentally deleted the Komodo dra dragons making love. So the story is this. They started banging the camera. They Well, yeah, so what they did in order to mm. not be close up to the Komodo dragons but get really good footage of them is they use a number of different fake animals. Yeah. There was a fake pig that had a bunch of um, the state-of-the-art equipment inside it. Yep. And then they also had a fake lady Komodo dragon. Yeah, you know how I could tell it was a fake dragon? Huh. The dragon's mouth was... <laughs> so... So they had the camera in there, mm -hmm. they had a lady Komodo, and apparently it was mating season. Yes. And all of these dude Komodo dragons were, were trying their best lines on her. They were like, can I buy you a fish yeah. sandwich? Damn, girl, you look fine. <laughs> I... You know, the word of the day is legs. Why don't you come with me and help me spread that word? Yeah. Nothing from mm. this female Komodo dragon. And, and so, those dragons were pissed. Right. They were so angry, and they had bought it so many drinks. Wasn't right. drinking the drinks. Nothing. And I was trying to set up a, a pun where... The dragons were trying to have sex with a gamera, oh, not a camera. And so I deleted it, so now the whole joke is out of context. <laughs> <laughs> See, Dave? But we See appreciate what happens it. when your dog gets the runs? <laughs> What's exciting to know is they got really great footage of the dragons trying to bang the crap out of this yeah. fake lady Komodo dragon. <laughs> they destroyed thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. worth of equipment because they were so angry about this situation. Mm -hmm. but It'll be on Red Tube probably by now. <laughs> PC's POV still going to air it, though. Oh, classic. All right, well, thanks for hanging out with us, talking about dirty stuff, mm, naughty yeah. stuff, and, you know, just yeah. being weird. This learning about Joe's dog probably our, our most salacious show ever. It's been a while yeah. since we've had that many in a row, yeah. so I'm proud of us, and you got to come back next week and see if we do it again on Pop she That Culture. Oh. Bye.